Funding for Smart Talk is provided by Capital Blue Cross. For 80 years, Capital Blue Cross has offered products that provide peace of mind and promote good health. Focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Health and Wellness Centers that provide in-person service and inspire healthy living. Capital Blue Cross is behind you for whatever lies ahead. More information is at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross. Live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC Pinnacle, bringing quality care to your community through Harrisburg, Community Osteopathic, West Shore, Carlisle, Hanover, Lancaster, Lidditz, and Memorial Hospitals. More information is available at upmcpinnacle.com. Welcome to Smart Talk. I'm Scott Lamar. One of the most anticipated deadlines in corporate history came and went on Friday. The request for proposals came due for cities hoping to attract Amazon's second headquarters, known as HQ2. Predictably, the major cities submitted bids. Atlanta, Dallas, Boston, D.C., Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Many smaller markets also entered the ring. Birmingham, Alabama, Virginia Beach and Harrisburg. The prize is substantial, a $5 billion initial investment, 50,000 six-figure jobs, potential tax revenue, and a framework upon which to develop a technology corridor. Did I mention the jobs? Joining us to discuss Harrisburg's bid and the potential windfall that could come with the winning proposal are David Black, president of Harrisburg Regional Chamber of Com- and uh, Critic, and Gene Barr, president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business, Business and Industry. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott. If you have a question or a comment about Harrisburg's bid, other bids for Amazon, give us a call, 1-800-729-7532, or send an email to Smart talk at WITF.org. There are 238 bids from 43 states, also Canada and Mexico, all making an all-out push for the second Amazon headquarters. Uh, Dave Black, let me start with you. Why do you think Harrisburg is a strong contender? I, I think, uh, number one, we've got a, we've got a great site, and, and I, I want to make this clear. This this was submitted as a South Central PA Harrisburg site. so it It's was, a regional it's, thing. It's a regional thing, and, and we did that intentionally to reach our population threshold. They wanted uh, MSAs with a million or more. Um, in, in the six MSAs that are immediately uh, in the area, we're at two million, and our, our one-hour drive time is in excess of four million. So, you know, we feel pretty good about the numbers. But uh, we've got a, we've got a very unique site, the state hospital grounds, uh, and uh, it fits out nice. And uh, uh, we're we're here in the Commonwealth, uh, we're we're the, the state capital. Uh, we've got great access to uh, to Washington. We know Jeff Bezos has a great big home in D.C. He bought the the uh, Washington Post. Uh, so he's very active in Jeff Washington. Jeff Bezos is head of Amazon, right? right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and uh, workforce, uh, Penn State was our major college and university, but we always obviously have uh, 21 other colleges and universities in South Central Pennsylvania. So we think we have the educational backbone, if you will, uh, to pull everything together. And and then the other the other thing that we made in our application, the other point that we made in our application was uh, uh, there's there's talk of mega regions throughout the country, and and uh, there's the Boston to Washington mega region as it's as it's uh, a term by economists and demographers uh, we're actually the backbone of that right right here and it's easy to get to any place uh, in the mid-atlantic uh, east coast from from Harrisburg and and uh, of course those of us that live here really appreciate the quality of life here and uh, uh, yes this would bring a few more people to the region but it's it's not going to be overwhelming we we have been consistently growing in this part of uh, Pennsylvania so we think it's it's a it's a natural step and we think we can uh, we can make a good case and we think we have made a good case for it and you listed a lot of the criteria that uh, Amazon wanted in uh, a second location. And we'll talk about each one of those on an individual basis. But I'm curious, why uh, Harrisburg State Hospital grounds? Uh, What did that offer? Uh, Why go there? Well, it was when when the proposal came out, and there was about a five or six week window to to, to get something together, and uh, uh, we knew that uh, the Department of General Services had been working with the Dauphin County uh, Redevelopment Authority in uh, perhaps 
trying to get them to take and redevelop uh, that site. So we worked back through the Redevelopment Authority and got permission from the Department of General Services to submit this site. Um, uh, it was it was a ready site. It was a site that needed uh, uh, redeveloping. And most importantly, it was large enough to accommodate it. It also provided uh, a unique uh, reuse of some of the existing buildings that are up there, uh, additional buildings. It's still uh, Amazon talks about a campus. It's a campus environment, but yet it's it's within a stone's throw of downtown Harrisburg. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they like the urban feel as well. Uh, it's uh, just a few blocks from the transportation center. So we, we thought it was just ideally located. And quite frankly, there just wasn't time to go out and look at a lot of other sites. And and uh, we wanted to focus our efforts on one site and uh, do do the best effort we possibly could on this one site. And, and we feel good about what happened there. How many acres does uh, that, that site have? Uh, that's about uh, 250 in very round figures uh, between... It's it's the hospital campus itself for those listeners that are, that are familiar with it, as well as uh, a lot that's up on Elmerton Avenue across from PSE, uh, PSECU and uh, Pima. The reason I ask that question is that could be one of the real advantages for your proposal in that many of these metropolitan areas, cities, right. Boston, Philadelphia, New York, D.C., may not have that kind of space. Well, exactly. And the other thing that, that they, they – the, the time frame, their time frame on getting this facility started is very aggressive. Uh, they said the first building, uh, they thought they would need about uh, 500,000 square feet. Uh, so they have two options there. They can go in and reuse some of the existing buildings, or they can go up on the Greenfield on Elmerton Avenue and put up a uh, – we have a sketch plan that calls for the first building being 694,000 square feet. So, you know, we gave them some re- real detail. We gave them some real options, and uh, we gave them some some really nice conceptual uh, work as well, that everything fits there. We we uh, uh, worked with uh, uh, RGS, a uh, uh, landscape architecting firm uh, here in Harrisburg, Lancaster, in the region, it just did a tremendous job of, of laying this uh, this whole thing out, and there's a uh, little over eight million square feet, which they think they'll uh, they'll need on those two lots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Gene Barr, you are president and CEO of a statewide organization. That's and correct. Harrisburg, this region, is not the only one in Pennsylvania that has put in a bid. Uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh have gotten a lot of attention, but the Lehigh Valley, Scranton, uh, you know, so suburban Philadelphia so, yeah, has one, Delaware so County. There's at least six. There's a number of them. Yeah. So. Pennsylvania as a whole, what does Pennsylvania as a whole have to offer Amazon? Well, Dave mentioned a number of them. First off, we're certainly you know the Keystone State, which means we've got access to a large number of the population here on the East Coast. And in the end, I don't know it. None of us have been talking to Amazon on a daily basis, but I got to believe that an East Coast facility would have more of an advantage over, say, Denver, which is one of the cities that has been mentioned. And I've also heard talk that maybe Amazon will just look at a second one in the Northwest. I kind of got to believe that they're going to want to go East Coast. And Pennsylvania has a number of distributing facilities already. So I think it's already been attractive to them. Lower cost of living, Dave mentioned that. Again, proximity to a number of other places that I think that they would need to get to. There's another issue, too, when we talk about land. And again, this is one that I think brings Philly, Pittsburgh, and others into the mix. About 20 years ago, Pennsylvania did something very smart. Come up with a great way of, innovative way, of bringing old industrial sites back into productive use with some state legislation that was passed, um, the Land Recycling and Remediation Standards Act. And it was groundbreaking, received national awards. So that has brought and put a lot of these sites back into play for this. But I think to go to your question, which I've been asked by the media a lot, which site does the state chamber think? We want the site that will bring Amazon to Pennsylvania. So that's really what this comes down to. And so I think that the Wolf administration, working with legislative leaders, has put their support behind this. We certainly want to have this here, and we believe Pennsylvania offers a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, when you were talking about uh, uh, that that legislation. Yes. First of all, I'm surprised to hear because Pennsylvania doesn't have a uh, a reputation of doing things that are innovative. So being able to hear that we did that one. We did that one. That 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 was good to hear that we did something like that. But uh, you know, there are a lot of factors going on. And as I mentioned, we'll be talking about uh, all of these things as we as we uh, go through the program. By the way, if you'd like to weigh in on why you think Pennsylvania would be a good place, or maybe not, give us a call, 1-800-729-7532, or send an email to smarttalk 
to, at WITF. All right, so we talked about that proximity. One of the criteria that Amazon has is uh, they wanted where there's at least a million people. Dave, you mentioned that the, the region that we're looking at here, we have access to like a two million. By the way, as you, as you also said, this is a regional thing. How far are the limits of that region? Well, uh, we, we work together a lot uh, in, in South Central uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, the state actually has us together in a region. Uh, the eight counties uh, here working together, uh, 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 Franklin Adams, uh, York, Lancaster, Lebanon, Perry, Dauphin, Cumberland. Uh, and so we, we do a lot of things, the EDC community, we do a lot of things. So we get letters of support from, from all of our EDC partners to, throughout the region. And, EDC, what's EDC? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Economic Development Corporations. Okay. It's, right. That's what Credic is. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Economic Development Corporations. So we've got some, some support uh, throughout that. We also, um, uh, we're happy to announce that Center County is now part of South Central Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, uh, Vern Squire, our friend up there that runs the uh, Center County Chamber in EDC, uh, signed on as well because we reached out and, as I mentioned, we engaged Penn State in this. Not only Penn State Harrisburg, which was very active, but also Penn State University Park and, and Dr. Barron's uh, invent, uh, invent Penn State team signed on, and, and we put a very, very strong uh, education component in this as well. Uh, they, they even uh, suggested in, in the information from Penn State to create an Amazon Innovation Center uh, in conjunction with Penn State, that part of it would be here in Harrisburg, part of it would be at University Park. And and as we all know, uh, you know, on, on, on a good day, not a game day, but on a good day, you know, you can you can get to State College in a little over an hour. So it's it's not, that's not outrageous. You know, the, the one thing those of us here in central Pennsylvania. Gene and I were talking about this a little bit in advance. We are so spoiled with getting around. You know, you, you sit in traffic for 10 minutes and, uh, you know, it's a horrible day, it you is. know, commuting. <laughs> you know, Washington, D.C., uh, Seattle, you know, other uh, other large mega cities. you know, 45 to 90 minute commutes are not unusual. You know, uh, here it's pretty easy to get around. And I think that's one of the selling points. That but we have. how do you keep that from happening here? Uh, I, I think we've, we've got, fundamentally we've got a great uh, highway network to begin with. We, we do have uh, great Amtrak service in and out of here. So uh, and and, uh, and and Amazon is a very green company. One of the things we we sold them on on this particular site was the green belt. Uh, the, the green belt runs right through the uh, Harrisburg State Hospital campus. So I, I, I think our, our road built out. And what's happening now, you know, when I came over today, uh, you know, across uh, 83, the widening project that's going on there, I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll be in pretty good shape by the time Amazon gets here. I was curious because a part of this initial investment is infrastructure. And I was wondering, you know, when we think of infrastructure, we think of roads, we think of rail, we think of mass transit, all those things. We think of water and all of that. But, uh, Gene, how do you see this as far as what kind of investment in infrastructure, what kind of infrastructure will uh, Amazon invest in? Well, that's a great question. And, again, you're right. Look, could, could bringing these number of jobs here to south central Pennsylvania create some additional backlogs? And there's certainly that chance. And I think for the kind of jobs they're bringing, certain people would be willing to take that risk and have a little bit of an extra commute. But you look at some of the other cities where this is happening. Uh, I've lived in Atlanta. Atlanta traffic is horrible. Do wow. I think that they're I'm in the mix? I four hours of traffic to go 10 miles in Atlanta. That sounds time. about right. Yeah. That was that was kind yeah. of one of my commutes when yeah. I lived there. So, you know, D.C. we talked about. Boston. Um, so we've got some of the room here in South Central PA. Philadelphia, I think, in many cases has a better transit system. Pittsburgh has a transit system. Other places here we can look at. Um, so certainly we're looking at that. And Amazon, I don't know enough about how their operations work. Are they going to be much more into telecommuting than other companies when they bring people here? Are they going to have satellite campuses? I don't think we know enough about what Amazon is going to set up to say, wow, this is going to be a problem. I don't think it's going to be a case where we're going to have 50,000 people thrown into a given market in every single day. I think there's going to be, again, potentially some satellite campuses, some ramp up that will give time to invest in additional infrastructures. And, you know, look, the, the, the world of transportation is changing as we speak. So who knows what it'll look like in five or 10 years. But let's talk a little bit about transportation, yeah. because that is one of the keys from what we understand. Anyway, it is. I mean, you probably know better than I do, but from what we've read, that uh, this is one of the keys. You mentioned central Pennsylvania's mm -hmm. 
uh, assets, the, the highways. I mean, yes, everyone looks at that. We have distribution centers because of those highways. Uh, we have rail. But Harrisburg International Airport is not that big to begin with. Uh, one international flight, and that's to Toronto. Uh, so that's an issue. Mass transit is one that a lot of people point to and say, does this region have the mass transit capability to handle this, this many people? You know, Go ahead. Uh, well, on, you both can weigh in. Go ahead. Well, on 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 the airport issue, and and, and talking to um, yeah, Tim Edwards and Scott Miller at, at Harrisburg International, and what they put into this this proposal. Uh, again, this was a team effort, so we reached out. You know, the the airline industry uh, will go where there's passengers, and and HIA is as I think we all know they have capacity. It's not nothing has to be done to that airport to add additional flights. It's they're all set, all ready to go, uh, and. So if if Amazon were to come here, we we think that uh, airlines uh, would follow and uh, would uh, uh, connect direct flights to the West Coast. Uh, they already tra- HIA already tracks uh, how many flyers there are to the West Coast. I, I think there's in the neighborhood of sixty five a day, give or take, and uh, uh, and and they right now you can fly to the West Coast pretty simply through uh, either Chicago or Detroit. Uh, there's there's one connection. I know Amazon wanted uh, direct flights, and I think that will come in time. Same thing on the mass transit issue. Uh, at the, at the hospital site that that we've proposed, uh, Red Rabbit stops there, uh, Cat stops there, and Colt from uh, Lebanon County uh, uh, starts there. We know that there's work going on with PennDOT and our our transit systems throughout South Central Pennsylvania. You know, one of the challenges in South Central Pennsylvania is having enough volume to, to make, make the routes viable uh, financially. I, I think uh, if, uh, if Amazon would, would, would come, and to your earlier point, this will be a ramp up over time. Gene, Gene mentioned that it's not going to, we're not, on day one, if they come here, it's not going to be 50,000 people tomorrow. It, this is going to be a 10-year ramp up, so we'll have time to build out the transportation infrastructure. It might even really help our, our bus transit system. And I, I think, you know, there's there's a push to, to get all the regional transit systems to work together. I think that would be very helpful as well. And uh, and we even envisioned, you know, like running a, a loop uh, on a daily basis that would, would run from the campus downtown out to the transportation st- uh, center and back. Uh, and, and that would be financially viable because you would have more cu- more customers. Mm-hmm. Gene, what were you going to say? Yeah, th- this is certainly a case where, look, there's no single city that comes up number one in every single category. There's always going to be trade-offs. Here in central PA, we've talked about the fact that the commutes are not anywhere near as long as they are in other places. Conversely, is the rail system here is developed in, in the largest some other cities. It is not. We don't know what priorities Amazon is going to place on which items. Is the priority going to be on the incentive package? Is it going to be on the uh, critical mass of colleges and universities, to which I think Pennsylvania is extremely well positioned? Is it going to be on some others? So not a single one is going to be lined up one across the board. If so, that would be a really easy answer and something that would be that would make a lot of sense. I think as we've talked about, we, we can ramp up on this. I, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of Harrisburg. I, it, I typically go in and out of Harrisburg on most of my flights. I just find it to be a good airport, and I wind up not driving down the BWI. Harrisburg, to me, makes a lot of sense. Would we have to ramp up? Sure we would. We would have to do some of that, just as many other uh, places would. And again, I think Pennsylvania has some real advantages here, uh, much as you know, as we've talked about. And there will be time to move these up. So we don't know how they're, how Amazon will place the priority. We don't know all of the timelines yet. So all we can do is offer what's out there. But I think the offer from Pennsylvania with its multiple sites is a very positive one. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF, your home for NPR News and all things regional. I'm Scott Lamar. Smart Talk is supported by Capital Blue Cross, providing health care coverage accepted by doctors and specialists in all 50 states. More information is available at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by Pinnacle Health Spine Institute, part of UPMC Pinnacle, offering a complete range of services to diagnose and treat your spine condition. More information is available at upmcpinnacle.com spine. 
We're talking about uh, bringing, or excuse me, uh, Amazon's uh, second headquarters to uh, South Central Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, but the region overall. With our guest today, Gene Barr, President and CEO of the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business and Industry, and Dave Black, President of Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Critic. If you have a question or a comment, give us a call, 1 800 729 7532. Send an email to smarttalk at witf.org. You also can leave a question or comment on WITF. WITF's Facebook page. On Twitter, we are at Smart Talk WITF. Again, that phone number, 1-800-729-7532. Let's go to the phone. Bub, how are you, Bub? Hey, good, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well. What's your question comment? Well, I guess my I have a multidimensional comment. I've been active with Credic in the Harrisburg Regional Chamber for probably over 15 years and also involved with the State Chamber. I also spent several years on the airport authority, and over the years there's been a lot of talk of regional cooperation, but what I've seen is little follow-through. And I think, I, I know this was a great example of regional cooperation, and I also think that offering a specific site gives our submission a uh, schedule advantage because uh, other places are going to have to go through a site selection process. We already got through that. And uh, the other thing about the airport, that occurs to me. I know from experience there that uh, as the demand grows, Tim and Scott and the airport staff will grow right with it. Mm. So all I wanted to say was a uh, great job to everyone involved. And congratulations, and I can't wait to hear the results. Bob, thank you very much for your comment. And uh, you gentlemen know Bob uh, very well. We do. He serves on both <laughs> your, your boards. Yes. But, you know, he brings up a good point. And, and Dave, I think I saw a quote from you saying that uh, this has been a great exercise in cooperation. Um, you know, okay, we get Amazon. Okay, I'm going to give you that. We get Amazon. Thank you. But what does... <laughs> thank you, Mr. Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> what does this experience do for the future when trying to attract other businesses employers to the state this 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 was a, a great opportunity for us to work together there was a, a big target out there and we got everybody together on a conference call all the edcs in the in the region and said, okay we, we've got a site we think we want to go in you, anybody else want to go in well let us check and you know we got together a second time just now oh, now we'll you know we'll, we'll support harrisburg and it when and it, at any time we needed anything really from anybody you know we we called and and you know letters of support and and staff backing and general information i mean it was just just very helpful uh you know to be able to pick up the phone and and get this get this information in and and you know what we what we learn from doing something like this it positions us better to do other um uh, joint efforts together and uh, and work together and and the other thing that i'll just mention this this came right off uh, right on the tail or actually it overlapped with the rise of the rest um uh visit from Steve Case and right. his team that came right. through here and we were already working very closely with Lancaster and York uh, in that so it it just was you know it kind of added to the teamwork and and uh, we we communicate with each other on a regular basis so we're very tight with uh, Mike Ross down in Franklin County and and Robin over in Adams County and and Jonathan in Cumberland and Susan up in up in Lebanon you know it's just we 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 work very well together and and we're very blunt with each other because we don't have time to mess around but but uh, but that's the kind of cooperation you need uh, you know bub talked about the airport and others you know tim and scott were just just very responsive uh, information we got from amtrak from cat you know everybody that we needed to get information uh, from was very good and to, and to bub's point I, I think it's it sets us up better it's it's an example of something tangible that we work together as a region on how much was spent on it putting the proposal together uh we, we don't have the final figures in but it's it's going to be less than fifteen thousand. Oh really uh, oh yeah we we that sounds less expensive than I thought. Yeah, uh, we we've we've got some some great uh, and again hats off to uh, to our our friends at uh, at RGS. Um, uh, they they quoted us a price, and I know they they went over that. Uh, but but they they are willing to you know stick to their quote for for the work that they did and the conceptual drawings that, that they did along with a, a firm in New York called AB Sketches are just just absolutely phenomenal. Um, Later this tomorrow, actually, we're 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 going to uh, reveal our micro site that's going to have some of the videos on it, and there there is a knock your socks off video in there of a flyover of the site that kind of morphs into what it could be. Uh, so uh, you know we we had we had a lot of very creative people working on this, and and uh, everybody understood that uh, okay may, maybe maybe it's a bit of a long shot, but let's let's give it our best shot. 
And we feel pretty good that uh, that's what we ended up with. Gene, this feels different. I mean, often when we in the media report on trying to bring a large employer, a large business, um, you know, something that's going to employ a lot of people to Pennsylvania, first thing we hear is tax breaks or, uh, you know, what are we offering them? This just feels different. I think it does. I think it feels different because um, it's Amazon, which is a tremendous buzzword here. Um, they, you know, of course, they followed up. You know, this comes on the heels of them buying a, their own grocery store. Look, it's Amazon. It's 50,000 jobs. It's well-paying jobs into the six figures, uh, which is higher than our state average. Set. So, yeah, it is. But the other thing that feels different, and maybe it's just me, but it seems to me, certainly, and this goes to what Dave has said, that not only has this shown a cooperative effort among this region, which I think is laudable, Based on my conversations with other regions, no one is trashing a given region versus their own. It's, we're going to put ours in, we're going to make our best effort, but whatever we do, let's make sure Pennsylvania gets this. And I, I have seen that spirit on different calls, in conversations with people, and I, you're right, it, it certainly does. And look, this is, this is a big deal. This is the big deal, certainly, I've, biggest deal I've seen certainly in my lifetime here in my 25 years in Harrisburg. Yeah, let me just throw in two quick points uh, to Gene's uh, point. We we did. We talked uh, the other regions that we're putting in, particularly Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. We we were on the phone with them uh, a few times through the process, and uh, we stayed we stayed in touch. And 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 the one thing that we actually in some communication with Amazon, some email communication with with Amazon's economic development folks, we did we did put in a plug for Pennsylvania. So, you know, we we like our site, we like what's going on in Harrisburg, but but we really think Pennsylvania is ideally positioned for for Amazon. And so, you know, there there is that Pennsylvania pride that that's also coming together. And and Scott, to your your point about this feeling different, uh, in our application, we we played somewhat to Amazon's culture to the best we could understand them. They they're a green company. Um, uh, their their folks in Seattle like mass transit. They like bike transportation. Uh, our sketch plans have green roofs and solar panels, and so uh, we we know they're they're uh, very much into a sustainable energy. And uh, uh, so we we tried we tried to play to that to the degree we could, and kept that in mind with with uh, what what we were designing open space, green space within the within the Amazon campus that we kind of sketched out for them. Well, along those lines, Shar in Enola has. Uh, uh, a question or a comment here on the phone. Shar, you're on the air. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, you're welcome. As, um, as a business person, citizen, who has been working on um, the environment since the early 90s, actually the late 80s, um, uh, first of all, I'd like to say it'd be great. I fully support anything we can do to bring Amazon to this area as a business person. Um, but on the issue of um, a green... Um, their green initiative or the desire to be in a green area. Um, you know, Harrisburg um, didn't have the political will in 1990 when we were um, introducing all the ways that Harrisburg could become a green city in terms of uh, their carbon footprint, creating jobs through new renewables, uh, the transportation um, issues, which were highly, you know, they were proposed but never had the political will or the backing of either chamber to support any of, of those initiatives. And I think we would have been in a perfect place to embrace um, and be considered by Amazon if we had the political will then. So I, I say this as a cautionary thing. Wake up, because that the new energy economy is in sustainable economics, clean energy, and uh, we'll be in a better position if, in fact, it fails. All right. Thank, Thank you. you very much for your call, gentlemen. Well, th- thanks for that call. And certainly the issue of reducing emissions, whether those emissions are part of the criteria emissions at the federal level or CO2, is certainly has certainly been in the forefront. And the caller mentioned going back to 1990, so we're going back a long way, and technology has evolved significantly. In fact, Pennsylvania overall now has a mandate that much of the energy, uh, 18% by 2020, must be renewable as defined. Technology continues to evolve. 
And there's always trade-offs and pluses and minuses of all kinds of technology. And we need what's called baseload generation for energy. In fact, this country and this commonwealth have reduced even our CO2 emissions. The emissions of nitrous oxide, to get into all the other ones, have declined significantly because of regulation as well as voluntary reduction. But CO2 emissions have declined in this country, in this commonwealth, largely because of utilization of natural gas over other sources. So we have made those. And when you look at energy, it's always a trade-off of being able to go in, flip the switch, and have the lights come on versus trying to reduce your emissions at the same time. A lot of those technologies are still developing, as the as the caller mentioned. I honestly don't know what the next one is. I mean, wind and solar have limitations. All have limitations and trade-offs. Is the next technology hydrogen? Is the next technology a battery breakthrough that will allow wind and solar to store energy from those? No one is quite sure, but all we can do is continue to move down that. If we had done that, would we be better positioned? I don't know that that's the case because really nobody else does. But again, you, you need to make sure you've got the energy to bring somebody here and at the same time try and reduce your emissions. It's, it's, it's a real challenge and will continue to challenge this country and this commonwealth. Just curious, and I mean this may be a question out of left field, but uh, because Pennsylvania is such a large natural gas producer, does that give us any kind of advantage on this, I mean, you're right, Dave. I mean, they want they want green space. They want a green facility. But natural gas, you know, we're, a lot of people look at it as a transitional form of energy. But being having so much natural gas here, does that give us an advantage? It, it has to do with operational costs, and and it probably does. Uh, just in the cost, those that eight million square feet going to have to be heated. You can do a lot of it with with solar. I don't know whether they're interested in geothermal or not, but but uh, uh, you know, gas is an advantage, and and uh, we are very strong here in Pennsylvania. We we know that. But but going back to the the, the caller's comments, I mean, it, in in this proposal, we talked about some of the things that have been done more recently. The the the, the two geothermal buildings in downtown Harrisburg. The, the FNB Bank building built by WCI at stake. The second estate and the Campus Square building at 3rd and Riley are both geothermal. Uh, we, we, we took shots of the uh, 1500, uh, uh, the, the Vartan uh, uh, housing uh, project, condo project up on 6th Street uh, near the uh, site of the, the new uh, federal courthouse. It's got a green roof, and, and uh, uh, you know, th- those are the kind of things we, we wanted to demonstrate uh, what's going on. Uh, Dauphin County uh, uh, and several other school districts, you know, there's big solar farms around. So, you know, maybe maybe we weren't uh, on top of things back in 1990, but I think we've we've come along. We're, we're not, you know, the, the sustainable energy capital of the world by any means, but I think there's a recognition here that, that that's happening, along with the utilization of gas and other, other power supplies. I think it makes us uh, competitive, uh, uh, perhaps a little more competitive when it comes to uh, energy costs. All right. I want to bring up some of the other issues that, uh, you know, everyone, and, and Gene, you, you, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said earlier that uh, out of these 238 bids, there isn't one that, that is perfect. Although the New York Times, I don't know if you saw that story, they listed uh, who they thought met the criteria one by one, and they ended up with Denver as uh, as the place that would that would happen. Uh, we'll but, see. And they did that without reading any of the proposals. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And and there were others that did that without it, even before the proposals were in. But anyway. One of um, the the things you hear most often about your bid, Dave, is the size of the workforce. I saw a figure the other day, and again, this was written before the proposals were in, but it said that uh, Pittsburgh, for example, that if the 50,000 employees for for Amazon, if they were all employed by by Amazon, that one in five workers in Pittsburgh would be employed by Amazon. Hmm. Let's face it. South Central Pennsylvania, we have a lot fewer people than uh, even even Pittsburgh does. Okay, but I, I know, and that's why they go back to the million, and you said two million people. But still, 50,000 jobs, this is a, a fairly rural area, even with people traveling in, commuting in. Um, do we have enough skilled workers? I, I, I believe we do because, as, as I've uh, said, this will be a buildup over time. So it'll be a recruitment effort, uh, particularly from 
young folks coming out of college, uh, software engineers. Uh, they are going to be heavy on software engineers. And, and Gene talked about Pennsylvania's education advantage. And we train a lot of good folks in a lot of good colleges and universities throughout the Commonwealth that's not that far away. I think there is an attraction to come to work for, for Amazon. And uh, I, I think we'll also be able to leverage the college and universities here in our immediate footprint uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a younger workforce. We're going to bring some folks in, but but we also um, got some data from our workforce investment board, and uh, uh, I think the figure was thirty five thousand software related technicians who are quote unquote underemployed in our region, and uh, and they're here because they like it here. They want to stay here, so they're they're taking jobs that maybe aren't in in their sweet spot. So we really broke down a lot of uh, workforce de- demographic again, thanks to another partner at, at the Workforce Investment Board on the kind of skill sets that we have here and and what we can demonstrate. And quite frankly, thirty five thousand, you get started with with that. We we anticipate given 500,000 square feet with their first building, you know, they, they would ramp up pretty quickly to 5,000 and then kind of grow from there. Uh, you know, we, we think we could uh, easily accommodate the 5,000 and then grow over, you know, a 10, 12-year period. But, Gene, you hear from your members. I I've, do. We've talked about many times on we this have. program that many employers in this area, there's a shortage of skilled workers. What about those other employers if... Amazon's going to take 50,000 skilled workers. What about those other employees? Yeah, workforce certainly issue. Before I jump on, let me go back to your previous question on the natural gas. I think it's a tremendous benefit for this Commonwealth. It's one of the reasons why Shell put $6 billion or is putting $6 billion in the ground because of that. And I think it does give us a significant advantage, which is why we're so cautious about getting the tax structure right. Different issue. Workforce, it is. And we we do believe we need to grow various areas. One of the reasons why the Chamber has made workforce development our major initiative going forward to make sure that we do. We are not the only ones facing this. We're not the only state facing this. We're not the only country facing this. I was in Ireland last week as part of a state trade mission, and we had discussions with employers in Ireland. Yeah, they're seeing pro- they're seeing similar problems. So industrialized nations that have aging populations and slower than other states' growth are going to have that. So it's the reason why we've got to work cooperatively. Our organizations work with the state, workforce investment boards, and yes, our employers are telling us in certain cases they have trouble finding people to fill jobs. It's not only a talent issue. In many cases, it's an issue of what we call the soft skills, but it's an issue of the opioid problem that we've got to address in which we have people who not only don't show up to work on time, don't show up at all, can't pass a drug test. And Governor Corbett a few years ago was ridiculed. He was right. We're having issues with that. That is a major, it's probably the biggest social crisis we face in this nation right now. And so we've got to address that. We have to address the skills part. We have to address the other aspects of it. And we've got to be smart about making sure that we go forward. In terms of how this will work with others, I think the reality is if Amazon comes in, as we all hope it does, in whatever area in Pennsylvania, it will be an upward pressure on wages. But in our view, that's the way that it ought to work. There should be this organic pressure to move people up rather than have government dictates for what a wage ought to be. This is how an economy grows when you bring in this number of jobs with the kind of salary that they're paying. Yes, it's going to be an adjustment wherever they go. But I think it's an adjustment we're willing to make. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF, your home for NPR News and all things regional. I'm Scott Lamar. Welcome back to Smart Talk. Our guest today, Dave Black, who is president of Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Critic. Gene Barr, president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business and Industry. We're talking about possibly bringing Amazon's second headquarters to central Pennsylvania. If you have a question or a comment, and we will get to your uh, phone calls and comments here in just a moment. 1-800-729-7532. Send an email to smarttalk at org. Now, I'm going to take some phone calls and emails here in just a moment, but not one other thing I wanted to bring up. And, you know, Gene, you kind of touched on this a little bit when you were talking about uh, that pressure to increase wages. There also will be pressure for housing. When you have a lot of people coming into a market, uh, they're going to need housing. And 
there have been people who said, well, what this is going to do is drive up the cost of rents, drive up the cost of mortgages, the, the price of houses. What about that? That's certainly an issue. When you look at these, it happened, for example, when we had the natural gas boom a few years ago and other places where you had upward pressure on housing prices. But at the same time, we've talked about the upward pressure on wages. They, they go hand in hand. So people have more money. They're going to want to go buy a bigger house. That house will be, the people own it, will be asking more, knowing. So it's, that's the way that the market works. I don't know but how if you I don't, get but away if from I don't, that. if I don't work for Amazon, I have a job here in central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a finite amount of money I can make. Uh, you know, that doesn't really help me, does it? Understand. But as we've said, it's not just the people at Amazon who will enjoy more. It'll be other people who um, employers, you know, will be probably forced to push up what they're paying to get people in the door. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in other places and other places that have done well with other industries. People at McDonald's are coming in the door starting to 20 bucks. I talked to a counterpart in North, North Dakota. They were paying $20 to get people per hour to get people into a McDonald's. So you will see that across the board. It won't simply be isolated with Amazon. Will there be upward pressure across the board if if Amazon comes here? I don't think there's any question about that. But I think it's a problem that most people would like to have. More disposable income. Yes, it will push up the prices on other things. There are issues that have to be addressed. One of the things I think that we'll need to look at is Section 8 subsidized housing is something that always becomes a problem for those folks who are not fortunate enough to be able to participate in that. We are going to have to take a good hard look at that. But as we've said, it's not going to be the announcement is made on January 1st and on January 2nd, Mm 50,000 people show up in South Central PA. That's not how it's going to work. We're going to have time to ramp up. We're going to have to put some smart policies in place that will look at the housing issue in addition to the infrastructure, transportation issues, and the wage issues. So we are going to have to do that. Will my audience grow, the size of my audience grow? Sure, absolutely. Is that a part of the proposal? I, I heard it was going up 6 7% a year anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the phone. Tom is in Oberlin. Tom, you're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Scott. Morning. Uh, yeah, my question uh, goes to either one of the chamber members that are there. Um, after I was already online, he addressed the subject that I was going to bring up, which was uh, the question as to uh, do we have enough people with the skills we need to uh, take what Amazon's going to need? Now, my question, and then now I'll have a comment, is what's the timeline on this? When is Amazon due to start up in, in, in the Harrisburg area? Well, my understanding is the announcement is first quarter 18, I believe. So we don't know when they're coming. You know, if Harrisburg is picked, we don't know the timeline following the announcement. Right. It's even the RF. My comment then is you guys should have started five years ago because uh, you can, yeah, you can pull your own members and you'll get a, a dismal idea of what the lack of education is among the workforce today. Uh, go to your workforce investment boards. There's one for uh, Central Pennsylvania. You're going to get the same kind of answers. I hear employers all the time uh, complaining that they can't find people with right soft skills to say nothing of the higher skills. It's 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 an incredible situation. All right, and th- th- these people, these workers, can't can't give the employers we have today the kind of skills they desperately need. How are they going to give them to Amazon? Where are you going to get these people? Where are you going to train them? I mean, it's going to take years. All right. Thank you very much for your call. Look, that look, that's certainly an issue, and, and we addressed it. As I said, it's one of the reasons why, as we looked around, and this is not a knock against anybody or any program, but every four or eight years, you have a new administration come in, and they change what they're looking at with workforce. We made a decision that based on some of the very similar things I was I was hearing from my members, as the caller said, that we have a workforce issue that we need to do. But again, we're not the only ones. If you go to Atlanta, if you go to Boston, you're going to find the same issues there. It is a societal issue. It's one that we need to address. Some of it has to do, to be blunt with the fact that for years, uh, parents, we're all guilty of this, have told their kids, you're going to a four-year school. That's not necessarily the truth anymore. Everything and everybody I talk to in that field says high school degree is no longer sufficient. Some type of education, be it a certificate, a two-year, a four-year, or beyond, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, obviously a lot, needs to be done. So we have to have a rethink here. We have to stop demonizing the trades. We've got to realize that the person with a two-year degree with a phenomenal education can get a really good job. But, you know, the call is right. We have, we have some work to do across the board. And, well, and, and, and I, I, go ahead. I just add, the, the model of hiring has, has 
morphed over over the years, and it's 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 changed. And and today, uh, if people who are looking to hire, depending on what it is, uh, particularly with professionals, really need to have uh, an internship program so they can work with with students who are in college or trade schools uh, and and get them into the workforce. Uh, it's it is very competitive. We've talked about the demographic challenges worldwide, not just here. So it's a different environment, and the competition today is for workforce. And we are, uh, we're involved as well with local schools, and we have a business education partnership. We're actually doing a, an internship uh, event on Friday, uh, helping companies to develop uh, internship programs. I mean, you've, you've got to work for your workforce, and I've been in this business long enough where, you know, years ago you put up a sign, help wanted, and, and you had four or five, six applicants right, you know, right away. That doesn't happen anymore in any business. If this is a society problem, and I think most people would agree with it, that it's not just something that's unique to central Pennsylvania. But then doesn't it come back to sheer numbers? I mean, if you have a place that has a larger population, more potential workers, then possibly there's more potential people who are qualified, have those skills, uh, have those soft skills that we talk about. I can't believe, you know, I say can't believe, I, I mean, I can, because, but that this is something we're talking about in 2017, that uh, showing up at work or t- on time, passing a drug test, is one of the reasons that we can't find uh, skilled wor- or well, qualified workers. it is, and you're right. If you go to a larger area, then there may be more competition for them anyway. You don't quite know how all of that works out. The other issue I think we'll get into is if the decision is made and Amazon comes to Harrisburg or Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, I would anticipate you would get an influx of people looking to come in. Uh, one of the things that we need to put more on, and I've seen numbers that show mobility is down in the last 10 years or so. That is people willing to say, hey, I live in you know, um, I live in Boston now, but I'm willing to relocate to Harrisburg. There's been less mobility. Some of that probably related to greater increase in two-income families, difficult to relocate. Um, so hopefully people will look at that and say, you know what, I got better opportunities over there, and we'll, and we'll make that move. Well, let's talk about that, because I remember talking to a Penn State demographer a few years ago, and he would say that, you know, he would ask his, uh, his students, um, where do you see yourself ending up? Uh, and most of the responses were Atlanta, Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, uh, you know, Phoenix, places, mm-hmm. warm weather places that had good reputations for, uh, you know, growing workforce, high tech, that kind of thing. Does reputation, do you, are you concerned at all that reputation will play into this? I don't. Look, do you got Austin as a hot spot, you have Atlanta as a hot spot, and I've lived there. You've talked about driving there. They have tremendous problems, for example, as an aside, with water resources, uh, with not having, you know, looking down the road at sufficient drinking water. So, yeah, th- there are certain hot spots that get people's attention, people like living near the coast, et cetera. But people also want and need a good job, a career, something that they can stay in. So if that career is located here or Pittsburgh or Lehigh Valley or or the Philadelphia area, I think you will attract people. And part of that, too, and I've been in some of the same colleges and asked kids, what are you going to do when you leave? Oh, I'm leaving Pennsylvania. Well, some of that is the old grass is greener elsewhere. I've grown up here. I'm 17 years old. I want out. How many of them actually do? My suspicion is it's a lot lower than what they claimed they wanted to do. So, Mm -hmm. look. Been to Austin, neat city, lived in Atlanta. I know that there are places that that are very attractive, but in the end, if it comes here, it's going to bring people here. Um, I had a question here from a listener. What about that work-life culture that Amazon's looking for? What does the region have to offer in lifestyle? We we have a, a, a direct the, the listener to a website. Uh, we have uh, if you just Google live, live the life you want PA, uh, it's a it's a site we created several years ago uh, to talk about uh, the excitement in the region, uh, the social life uh, life in the region, the great outdoors, all the quality of life issues uh, that we have here. Realizing that in order to attract and retain workforce, we we need to make uh, people know about the region. It's amazing the number of people that that don't know anything about the Harrisburg region. We take it for granted. We we take it for granted. It's you know it's yeah. it, you can you can be up in a mountain in 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 Perry County or Northern Dauphin County and in, in 20 minutes from this site, you know it's 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 incredible. So there's we talk about the suburban lifestyle and the urban lifestyle and the rural lifestyle, you know, and and, and uh, about our our great symphony with Stuart Molina and you know all all the other things that are are going on in in town. And this kind of gives them a, a flavor. Uh, it, it, part of our submission we did do a quality of 
of Life video. Uh, we worked with the uh, Visitors Bureau and uh, repurposed some of, some of their video. Just and it was focused primarily on urban Harrisburg, knowing the demographic of Am- uh, Amazon. So you know we are trying to put our best foot forward. And, and you mentioned reputation. You know a few years ago I would have been more concerned. I was just sick and tired of Pennsylvania, the second oldest state. You know we just got over and over and over again. And and uh, you know that's that's starting to change. Uh, you know Pittsburgh's been getting a lot of attention as a, a renaissance city, and Philadelphia's getting better, and we're getting better. Uh, you know Harrisburg's road to recovery has been a great success story. So you know there's a lot of positive things going on. York and Lancaster. What's going on in in, in, in those two cities is incredible as well. And and we you know put them in as a package. So there's there's lots of uh, urban activity going on. So I mean we felt good about what we what we put in, and we did try to sell the quality of life of the region. That's very important to the culture of Amazon. Let's take one more call. Charlie's in Lancaster. Charlie, you're on the air. You know, one of the reasons that uh, Lancaster has been uh, coming back is because of our commitment to uh, to people and buying local. Amazon uh, coming into Pennsylvania, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world, but historically it's uh, treated its warehouse employees very poorly, uh, underpaid them, uh, has also outsourced a ton of uh, work to other companies that underpay their employees. And I, I disagree with Gene. Uh, actually, Gene's uh, attitude from the chamber is one of the reasons I left as a, as a business owner. Uh, we don't look at labor as labor, as a commodity. We look at people coming to work for us, changing their lives in the past, other lives to commit to us and uh, uh, to, to join us in, in what we call thriving wage jobs. Amazon benefits from they're really an extractive uh, company, and I understand why Gene would support it. Uh, Gene seems to support extraction from labor. Sir, I'm going to have to cut you off because I'm almost out of time and you're losing uh, you're losing your uh, call there. Go ahead. Look, the reality is any given business is going to spend what it will take to get a quality employee into their door and keep them there. I don't know of a single business who wants to churn through people. They will pay what it takes to get that employee. Uh, yes, labor is crucially important to virtually any organization to making that organization successful. Um, and perhaps, you know, I, I you know I give the caller credit, perhaps he pays more and seeks to do, you know, above and beyond. Um, certain companies certainly can do that. But um, I don't know what Amazon's wage rates are. Again, it's they're going to be in a competitive field. They're going to have to pay. If they want to keep good people, they're going to have to pay to keep good people, just like anybody else will. So we have about uh, 20 seconds. Uh, Dave, what's next? Well, it, it's it's wait and see. We we as I mentioned on on Wednesday, uh, we'll be putting out a release that, that has a a website for for folks. Uh, what we'd like folks to do is is to share this information. It's got some of our, our videos. Get it out uh, and and talk about what we're doing. And and what I'd like to leave your listeners with are just two quick thoughts. If we don't try, we cannot succeed as a region. And if we don't believe in ourselves, who will? Gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us today. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about North Korea with a local college professor. Smart Talk is produced by WITF as part of our mission to deliver relevant, high-quality programming. Support comes from Capital Blue Cross, which shares WITF's commitment to being a trusted resource in our communities. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC Pinnacle, who is studying a new surgical technique that allows surgeons to make repairs to the heart without having to open the chest cavity and while the heart is beating. Info at upmcpinnacle.com.